Coming up on TMS, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Buick? Oh, for the love of Metallica. I don't like dryer cheese. I name all my colons Powell. Racks, ball hitches, and lube. There's a hole in the roof rack. I could lick a car for hours. Panic while Scott jiggles it. <laughs> Perkins, we have the gilfs. It's Kia Cilantro. Dojo Cat. I don't have a problem with Ryan shaving his privates. Spicy, sexy books with Amy. Six-month headaches with Wendy and more on this episode of the morning stream hundreds and thousands of people descended onto the nation's capital today in protest of the government's new crackdown on drink driving tensions rose when the minister for alcohol announced the 12 pint driving limit to be put in place in a bid to reduce the number of deaths on irish roads and mexico will pay for it, 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 it. This is the Morning Stream AM. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Thursday, May 12th, 2022. I'm Scott and he's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. Hello. Rushing headlong through this week and we're almost we're almost in the middle of May. How is that possible? I don't get it. I don't get it. Time moves at a different rate for us. And uh, I don't know, like, are there any bored 12-year-olds out there can tell us what that was like to be bored? What is Right, it? exactly. To, like, feel like days couldn't come fast enough. You're just sitting there going, oh, yeah. why can't it be tomorrow already? Yeah, they say, your mom would say, hey, we're going to Disneyland in a month. And you, and you felt like that was a thousand years away. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I hear that. And is, even if I got excited about something like that, it would still feel to me... Like it was too soon, and I and I had too much to do before that day got here. Like I want to go back to when I was twelve. I wonder what what was the day? Like what was the year that that switched from you? Like you know, pushing against the calendar to get it moving faster, to sticking your heels in the ground and being pulled along like like a cartoon rabbit. I don't know. (laughs) I I want to know when, and then I want to go reverse it. I hate it. I don't like it. Yeah, I do too. Like I did. I think it is probably just some sort of. Hey, you turn twenty-five and you're never bored again. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But all I know is there was a time in my young life where I was fantastically bored sometimes, and it was great. Yeah, I don't know how that is. Yeah. Hey, um, yesterday I didn't put this in the show notes, but yesterday, yeah, a uh, couple things. I was on open micers with our friend Jason. Oh, nice. Uh, and, and Derek. Yep. Um, I knew you've great. done shows a couple shows with him, or mm-hmm. been I guess on a show with him. Brian Dunaway was on his other show last night too. It was a cavalcade of Brian's last night, apparently. Oh my gosh! Oh, there he is, right there. There's Jay Fantastic. That's the man. Yeah, he's good. He's a good man. That Jay Fantastic. It was a lot of fun yep. being on that show. Prior to that, I was in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, former home of John Benny Ramsey. I don't know why that's that's a thing, but <laughs> <laughs> wow. former home of Jessica Beale, I think, or Jessica Alba, one of the Jessicas. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, went to a so Trek Bicycles was having this thing. They're they're doing this thing for the entire summer called Ride and Oh, what's it like? It, I, think, I thought it was um, uh, alliterative. I can't remember, but basically, you go on a short ride. And then you come back to Trek Bicycle Shop, and they teach you some sort of bike maintenance thing. Oh, okay. I was so, uh, like, "What the heck are they doing?" But I, that makes sense. So you let's say you've uh, your one of your clips 
did something weird or something, right? You can go back. Well, yeah, or it's not even. It doesn't have to be something that happened on that ride. So last last night specifically was um, how to lube your chain. And I'll be honest, and, mm. and all you cyclists out there are going to uh, hate me for this. In the forty years that I've been riding bicycles, I've never lubed a chain. You've I've never, never lubed, lubed like, the chain. I've never lubed my chain. So, right, you know, the current bike I have is brand new. I haven't, obviously haven't lubed that one. Haven't gone 100, 100 well, I, now I've easily gone 100 miles on it. You're supposed to lube every 100 miles. Yeah. But the um, the previous bike I had, the uh, the Raleigh that I took, you know, many times on many MS150 rides, uh, never lubed that chain. I wow. did take it to get tune-ups regularly, and I'm sure they lubed the chain for me. But um, Oh, yeah, that's part yeah. of, the, part of the, uh, the fix-up when you take it in. So maybe yeah, you were doing exactly. that regularly enough that it, you know you were basically lubing the chain. You know, maybe mm, somebody else was doing not. it. No, no, I think so. it definitely wasn't wasn't frequent enough. So now I know how to do it. They even gave me a free bottle of lube. They gave us all like a, a bag of stuff at the end of the ride with um, a bottle of chain lube. I'm, I'm saying that carefully because I know it's gonna you know you got to be careful with this crowd in the chat room. Yeah. Um, Normally you get chain lube Jamie. for it's an orgy product. Um, <laughs> That's right because you know you like a yeah. human centipede situation. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, I also got uh, a little uh, thing of like an energy goo that you're you're like oh man I'm on this long ride I need something to keep me going and you just rip off the top of this and go and you squirt it in your mouth and it's like a espresso flavored energy gel. Ew. Yeah, I know. Was it was it thickened? Oh, it's it's thick. It's like it's the thickness of peanut butter, basically. Oh, why does yeah. that gross me so out? It's more than it's more than a, it's. I would say it's thicker than a thickened liquid. Which there's a there's a like a uh, an apex that I you know sucks on the way up. But once you get over that, it's it's still liquid, but it's thick. And you get yeah. onto the other side where it's like all right, well that's like peanut butter or. Uh, cake frosting or sure. something you're, like that. Yeah, you're heading back toward to being okay with it. You're yeah. heading toward uh, solidification. Again, right. I think pancake from... syrup might be just like just on the other side of the uh, hate. Ah, there you go. <laughs> that's that's it. the that's, that's the it. first thick liquid that I that I'm okay with is is pancake syrup. But I wouldn't drink it. Oh my god. I don't know if it. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Um, so the whole thing was run by this this woman who works at Trek Bicycle, and she's a uh, an older lady, you know, maybe high fifty, high fifties, like, like high 50s. talking about the weather. Yeah. Uh, upper fifties, lower sixties, something like that. It still sounds like the weather. <laughs> with a cold front coming in from the west. <laughs> um, but this woman produced more saliva Ew. than I've ever seen a human produce. Ew. As she was talking, like one sentence, she'd be talking, all right, so when you're looking, Oh, my Lord. And she'd swallow, and then she'd talk again, and the white things were forming in the corners of her mouth, and sometimes they'd fly out and, and like, like a little trail would swing back onto her chin as she was talking, and... Chats calls it a wet talker. Would you? Would oh, you... she's a wet talker. Yeah. She didn't spray at us when she was talking, or maybe we just weren't close enough. But, uh, uh, but you know, I'm not like she was great. She was so so cool, and I'd never cycled in Boulder before, and um, uh, and my God, that city is. I knew that city was was bike friendly. Sure. I didn't realize that city really is like 
better if you're on a bike than if you're in a car. You oh, can get there's so many tunnels under all of the major roads. You can get anywhere in that city without ever having to even cross a street. It's so damn cool. How how far is it of a ride for you to ride there to then ride more? Is it a lot? Um, it yeah, it would be 23 miles or okay. maybe 20 miles for me to get up to. Well, no, maybe maybe lower. 15 miles for me to ride up to Boulder and then ride around Boulder and then ride back. So it might terrible. be a situation where I, I, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of unfriendly road between <laughs> where I live and Boulder. Yeah. I'd have to ride on highway 93, which is like, I think they've, it once was the deadliest highway in the United States. Ooh. There's Don't, just yeah. no, there's that. very little shoulder, like, uh, cycling would just be a nightmare yeah. or I'd have to go McCaslin. I mean, it just would not be, easy however there are other ways for me to get into boulder and then ride around boulder and i think i might i might do that at some point just park mm. in el dorado springs for example and then ride into boulder ride around boulder and then come back to el dorado you have springs. a good rack sort of thing on the rear of the top of your car kind of thing? i have i have one that um attaches with uh straps mm. um it's like a removable one there i'd love like either a uh a roof rack or a um uh I'd have to get a ball hitch, but there's great ones that like hook onto your ball hitch and <laughs> ball hitches and lubes, people. Let's, yeah. uh, let's, yep. let's give Jamie as much material as possible. We're giving them racks. We got all sorts of words today. Right. That, uh, but I, think, I think I'm going to wait until my next car and then bike it up, like make it super bike friendly. It's, you know, I've got plenty of cargo space. If I flip the seat down, I don't even have to, have to take the front wheel off. I can fit sure. my bike in the back. Yeah. Um, so I'll just do that. But if Tina and I go up there together, then yeah, we've got to use the rack. I watched a, um, uh, one time somebody had one of the roof racks and they had four bikes up there. These people just, were obviously I, I serious. I know where you're going with this. I won't say it, but I know where you're going. They were so serious about it. Uh, and it was so, it looked like so official. And I think the car was like a, this is in like park city or somewhere. And it was like mm-hmm. a Subaru, of course, mm-hmm. uh, and man, were they ready to go riding? And they took a road that had a very low bridge, and I watched them destroy their bikes. Oh no! They drove under it and crunched oh. them. Yeah, it was a real sight. I can tell you that. And we were in a van that I was also afraid was not going to make it. It did, but but the uh, bikes were too tall. So be careful oh, out there with God. your uh, with your bridges and your bikes. Yeah, exactly. Rack. That's probably why I wouldn't do a roof rack. My a roof, roof rack, roof, roof rack, a roof hole, hole in the roof rack. I say roof. Um, you say Uncle roof, George say did roof. that once. He he forgot that his bike was on top of his car and he pulled into the garage and oh, um, shit. Yeah, did damage to everything. Right, did damage to the the uh, the bike, the garage. I think even some to the roof of his car from it from it pushing the bike down Slamming into it. Slamming down, yeah, probably dented the yeah. roof. That's a yeah, bummer. So, roof racks are are kind of the worst. I think I'll stick to the uh, the rack I can just attach to the back of the car. Yeah, or just drag them through the dirt. That'd be fun. Do that. <laughs> just attach them. Yeah. How, how great would it be if you could uh, like put some sort of some sort of uh, Segway gyroscope on it and just like basically lash with a bungee cord the bike to your car and just drive around? The bike would stay upright, just going. Yeah, exactly. Right behind you. You want to make uh, so if, if Rivian, hey hey Rivian, if you're listening, your next truck, your next truck should have some kind of cool like bike holding uh, space. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, that thing's already pretty rad. That would make it radder. 
Um, we got an important oh, email from a listener here uh, Ooh, that you it. might be familiar with. Her name is Christine Fletcher. Oh, yes. Yeah, Christine Fletcher. Uh, she, uh-huh. she wrote in, this is good morning. It was so great to reconnect with Tina and Kim last week. You two, you two of course. Uh, ready to do it again. Could you please bring back Scott Fletcher's You're a Winner, at least occasionally when someone wins a game. And here's the part I love. It makes my toes tingle, and the winner, winner, chicken dinner does nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Love so, you both, Christine. So Christine Fletcher says, I'm not a fan of winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> yep, that's about it. So here's here's what I found. I can't remember if this is the one oh, we used man. or not. So, uh, so oh, Chris- I know. It's the one that goes, you're a winner. Yeah, but I don't know if this is it. So I'll play it. This is like okay. a two-part right. two part chunker thing. And I don't know. We'll see. Here we go. Congratulations. You're a winner. Is this the one? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Then what's this? Hold on. Oh. Oh, I know what that is. Uh, that's the thing yeah. I used to use back in the ELR, ELR days, 2005. Yeah. Long time ago. That's when someone would win something. All right, you know what, Christine? For you, congratulations! This is gonna get you're a winner. Played every time for a while when people win. How about that? There you go. Nice. Okay. Uh, listen, <laughs> those who say I'm waiting for the emails from her. By the way, about the uh, about me using the Tina voice on her. Man, it's oh right, yeah. How many? She's probably replacing having to replace an iPhone right now because she snapped it in half when I did that yesterday. I'm actually gonna look real quick and see if we have any more Fletcher. <laughs> Emails. Any more emails? Yeah. She, for that one, she might email uh, me directly. Yeah, you may get. You, <laughs> I might get. <laughs> You'll get some direct get, consternation from her, I'm thinking. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, I don't see anything from from recent. I did have the weirdest thing yesterday. Jeff Sire, who I know listens to the show, Bronco listens to the show, he sends yeah. me this email directly to me, um, reminding me how much we disagree on Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Just usually he sends it to both of us. Yeah, that was a weird thing, and I and I don't know what he's talking about. I like Saving Private Ryan a lot. I yeah, think it's great. Maybe he, it's, does he hate it? Is that what, what it is? That's no, he I, he thinks I hate it, or or I don't That's like really uh, I don't like the beginning of the end or something. And oh. I don't have it. I have I cannot actually think of a problem I have with Saving Private Ryan. I think it's an amazing oh. film. Mm-hmm. It's worthy of all the praise it had at the time and since. I think it's a, an important movie. Like I don't I don't know what he's talking about. So Jeff, I replied, but hey, get back to me, man. I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I sometimes <laughs> say shaving Ryan's privates, but it's just as a joke, you know. Oh know. Yeah. yeah, I mean we all say that though. I yeah. mean it's nothing. It's just a yeah. joke, you know. Anyway, he's a military man. He may have some other reasons. So hey, Jeff, come on now, get get your get your northern uh, business together and let me know what you want to do. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, we are going to spend a little time with our good pal Amy. Yeah, it's uh, me this time. Yeah, why not? Um, I gotta pull her in though. Here we go, and that uh, that means we gotta play her little theme here, which goes a little something like this. Welcome everybody to read this with Amy. Uh, Amy Robinson joining us. Red Fraggle three, as you know her in the chat and other places. Hello, Amy. Welcome back. Good morning, friends. How good, are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Hello. How was your morning. anniversary? Did you have a good anniversary? Oh. Yes, I did. We oh. had lovely steaks that Chuck cooked in the sous vide, and baked Ooh. potatoes, and brownies, yeah. and 
I even even carried into this morning because we had nice espresso drinks with brownies for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> brownies, brownies are uh, you know there's there's very little uh, DNA separating brownies from donuts. So I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, brownie for breakfast is just fine. Hundred percent approved. Yeah. yeah, I think it's totally fine. Were they Chuck steaks by chance? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a shame. No, no, it, they were excellent. They steaks. sound really they were, good. That's, uh, that's yeah. the way to do it is sous vide, man. A also, lot of people, need to. Uh, I'll I'll extol the praises of sous vide steaks from here to every mountain top. Oh yeah, same. Uh, everything. Put it. Put all your everything in there. Let the sous vide mm-hmm. do your life. All your life's cooking needs. <laughs> I love it so much. Need to cook an egg. Put in the sous vide and yeah. eat it in two hours. For real, mm. man. I'll tell you what. No, that's what we did with. Um, we did that with our ramen eggs. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah, it was, ama- it was amazing. Oil on them. It was yeah. so good. And I don't even yeah. like ramen eggs. I don't know why I'm Let talking me- like this. Huh? All right. You laugh, but like, I mean, we when I when I was trying to be really, really disciplined about eating breakfast every day and like eating actual protein for breakfast, um, we had these little small uh, mason jars, like little teeny tiny four ounce mason jars. And we would scramble up like 10 eggs and then put like some uh, roasted red peppers and stuff like that into them and then distribute them into those little bitty jars, seal them up, sous vide them. And then we have egg bites. Wow. Yeah, all in, week. It's great. In Vegas, there, there's a place called, uh, in the Cosmopolitan, called Egg Slut. And that's... <laughs> Is that real? The Egg Slut? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Slut. I have not heard of that. That's fantastic. Um, and it's great. Little little jars. Sometimes they have, like, um, uh, hash browns on the bottom, like an egg cooked on top, hash browns, little, uh, like bacon and stuff. It's, uh, it's, it's great. I don't know why I don't do that more. I really should. Um, yeah, it, it makes things really easy. It's almost like a, it's, it's just like a different version of slow cooking, really. Yeah, yeah. So, so for some reason, my main display just died and it's black and I'm trying oh to figure no. out why. So hold on just a second. Nobody, nobody okay. panic. I think I just got to jiggle this a little. <laughs> I don't know what's going well, can on. We, can we talk books while you do? Should well, we I don't know to... if it's still, re- I think it's still recording. Um, oh. I'm just want to make sure it didn't like. close to sound like you were going to disconnect <laughs> something. <laughs> So, so Brian, did you finish out of range? No, not yet. Oh my God. Okay. I tried to, I'm on, mm-hmm. I'm on episode seven, um, Ooh, in episode okay. seven and, uh, holy cow. Is oh, it good. Man. Is it good? I want to see it. It is really good. It's really good. I actually, when I listened to yesterday's episode, Scott, I was shocked that you hadn't seen it because yeah. when we started watching it, I thought, oh, for sure. Scott, like this came out and five seconds later, Scott had binged the whole thing. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Yeah, right. because like it just looks exactly like Western, the kind of thing. Yeah, Josh Brolin, like everything about this screams Scott. Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. Yep. Yeah, Imogen I Poots. Mean- <laughs> I like the Imogen Poots. Big time fan. Uh, yeah, no, look, this thing is made for me. Why I haven't started it yet, I don't know, but uh, I, I'll I'll get there. I mean, it feels like it's everything I've ever I'd ever really want in a show like that. And yeah, yeah, and everyone who's so talked that, about it loves it. Now that you finished the the season. And mm-hmm. I think you did kind of already tell me this over text, but we'll get it official uh, over the air here. Uh, did it stick the landing for the season? At- oh, yes. And, and it, it begs okay. for a second one. But that's all I'm going to say. Good. Good. All right. Good. My gosh, dang it. This thing can't isn't wait. working. I can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why can't I see? Hold on. Okay. So. Yeah, the- I just had the incredible Lily Taylor episode with her mm-hmm. uh, her crisis of faith kind of thing. I can't she's, believe that she's old enough to be playing, you know, that grandma character. Right. But I mean, she's great, and I, and I but I just, 
you know, my my little Gen X heart is just yeah. You know, I, think I want, I want her to have a guitar and be right, like, it'll never Joe. be me. It'll never be me. Exactly. <laughs> Joe lies. Joe lies. <laughs> when he cries. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I'm picturing when I see Lily yeah. Taylor. So yeah. yeah. Exactly. But she's fantastic. So yeah, I'm really, really digging it. Um <laughs> just what Scott Peake Scott's he just, just like, headed gone. to frame. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's another thing, and I don't know if Scott can still hear me or not, but I'll, I'll tell him about it later. Oh, look, maybe. Okay. So, can, um, you, can you hear us, Scott? No, his headphones. I see his headphones uh, sitting on his, on his okay. ch- giant chair. What is that thing? <laughs> I guess it's just like a, a puffy thing sitting on top of his chair, I guess. I'm going to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Zoom just went green for a second. Anyway, uh, tell me what you're going to tell me that you're going to tell Scott next time you tell Scott. Yeah, so I actually tweeted this to Scott this morning. There is this YouTube series that I'm absolutely hooked on, and it works great for Therapy Thursday because it's called Cinema Therapy. And it's these two guys, one of whom is a – his name is Alan Seawright. He's a filmmaker. And the other is a guy named Jonathan Decker who is a licensed therapist. And they watch movies and – the therapist talks about it from like a therapist point of view and the filmmaker talks about it from a filmmaker point of view. And it's so good. And they just, the reason I, I mentioned it to Scott was cause like they just did an episode about Mad Max Fury. Uh, There's our mention. Wasn't even Scott doing it. That's right. I did get that. I haven't looked at it yet, but I uh, I definitely bookmarked it and we'll be watching that after the show today. Yeah. Cinema therapy is great and it's really fun like they do they've done entire series on a bunch of disney movies both classic and new ones they talked about you know all sort of the yep tangled and Hmm. they did an entire series on um marvel characters and you know they do psychology of a villain and psychology of a hero and all that kind of stuff it's really 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 good it's i haven't even watched one of their episodes and i'm smashing that subscribe button as we speak there we go it is now smashed oh did you smash it okay should i ring the bell should i ring the bell too oh i've smashed and i've rung the bell ring the bell all the things the kids want you to do today brian you've done them well done yeah Uh, my monitor's back have no idea what the hell caused that that was weird uh, <clears throat> uh, so I heard you guys cause I had you on speaker. Uh, okay, cool. let's talk about this week's recommendation. Uh, uh, no, yeah. fo- no, no, uh, audio for this one though. Uh, which is interesting. Tell me what we got here. What do we know? Yeah. Sadly, this, t- this week's book does not have an audio book and I have had, a. Uh, a week with a capital W. So I didn't have time to freak Scott out and, and make my own this week. But um, so it was actually inspired by Bobby's all around science episode from this week. So mm. if you're, if you're not listening to that show, what are you doing? You're silly. Go, you're silly. Yes, yeah. go subscribe to all around science with Bobby. It's great. Uh, but this week's episode, one of the topics they talked about was Egyptologists are working on trying to recreate ancient smellscapes. Oh. So, and, which I thought was fascinating, and it is, and they do, a, I'm not going to mangle it by misrepresenting what they talked about on the show, but I found it really, really fascinating. So just go listen to it and and uh, and and get that info there. So, so by smellscapes, then, you mean like... Uh, 
like uh, not just a smell. You're talking like, hey, what did ancient Rome smell like in the middle of, you know, I don't know, the city or something? Is that the idea? Well, yeah, except it's except Egypt, but yes. Oh, Egypt, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, you said yeah. that. So, okay, that's interesting. I have to check that out. All right. So anyway, yeah. that apparently inspired so, yeah. something in you. So let's hear what you guys like. Sad. That I hate sand. Yeah. So. <laughs> And then, and then you guys had had Gwen on, and she talked about uh, bergamot being a, an ingredient in tea, and it's often uh, mm-hmm. described as being very perfumey and floral because it is a big ingredient in women's perfume. Mm. And so I thought, okay, I don't need any more message than that. Then this week's <laughs> book is going to be Jitterbug Perfume by Tom Robbins. Okay. Now, if you've okay. if you've never read Tom Robbins. This is a departure. This is not a YA novel. There's lots of spicy sex in this book. Mm. So I'm in. Just, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Brian, Brian is now smashing that subscribe button. He's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> just, just put that out there right away. This is a grown-up book. Uh, but it's there are four different storylines that over the course of the book all sort of come together. And they all converge around this one particular scent of perfume that mm. is essentially uh it has to do with immortality and whatnot and you you, you know the god pan is in there i don't want to give too much away but at the very beginning you meet uh, an aspiring perfumist who's she's a chemist and she's trying to recreate this one particular scent and Everyone in the book seems like they're just obsessed with this one particular smell and there are reasons why and whatnot. But it's a really it's a really cool book. It also goes into uh, the the nature of gods and how the power of a god actually resides with the believers and at how uh, how the ancient gods and the pagan gods and whatnot sort of got pushed out by Christianity and things like that. It's really, really, it's really interesting. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a fun ride, and I recommend it. And again, it's kind of about perfume, but perfume's just kind of the MacGuffin, I think. Yeah, okay. that interesting. sounds interesting. So why Jitterbug? What's the Jitterbug connection, the name? You know, I don't know. I read the whole book, and I came out of it, and I because my husband recommended it to me, and I was like, why is the title Jitterbug Perfume? And he's like, oh, I don't know. So, <laughs> so, wow. so just like you yeah. know, just just a spoiler alert. Sadly, the that part uh, of the title does uh, not. You are going to have uh, perfume. You are going to have jitterbug in your jitterbug in your perfume. Jitterbug perfume book, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> Tom Robbins always reminds me of Tim Robbins, and so I screw him up and I always think, oh, the actor's writing a book. That's not who that is. It's a different mm. guy. Uh, well, at least you don't think like Tony Robbins. No, it's Tony Robbins, Robbins has got giant teeth and is probably lying to everyone all the time. <laughs> probably. Uh, to be fair, Scott, I do the same thing. I kind of picture whenever I read a Tom Robbins novel, I always picture Tim Robbins just because. Just because, so, yeah, just, they're so fam- there they're so familiar to each other name wise. Um, so he's a he's a like famous author guy, right? He's done a ton of stuff. Not not yes. just this. So there's this. Uh, even cowgirls get the blues. Uh, you know the the. Oh, Woodpecker. What is, oh, the thing with, isn't there a book with Woodpecker or something? <laughs> I, I can't remember. Oh, uh, um, li- still life with Woodpecker, it says. Still life with still Woodpecker. Still life with Woodpecker. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so several, another roadside attraction. Um, yeah, he's, he's a pretty prolific author, but I think Jitterbug Perfume is a good introduction uh, to some of his stuff, so. Oh, I know who this is now. Uh... <clears throat> 
maybe. So there's an episode of uh, of um, Faulty Towers where there's some people in there talking about. I think they're in there talking about a Tom Robbins book, and John Cleese's character Basil Faulty is ripping on it and saying, "Oh, it's total tripe and trash." And then he finds out his guests like it, and then he changes his tune and like, "Oh, that, oh Robbins, oh yeah, he's great." Or whatever. <laughs> I think that's what that is. I think that's who they're referencing because this guy's been working for a long time and wrote books in the 70s. So I think that's maybe the guy. I don't know. Who who do I know? How do I know? I don't know things. I don't who know. Who do you know? I, don't, I know you. That's it. That's all I know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds, uh, sounds like a good time. Uh, his books are also very color coordinated. Have you noticed this? They all have like the same, uh, his name, a nice little uh, square photo or uh, uh, painting in the middle and then uh, the name of the book. And it's all like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. He has theme. He has yeah. a thematic publishing. <laughs> yeah, there. He only seems to get his designer. name on the cover. It's really weird. Yeah, it's weird how that happens. <laughs> but color wise, they're all like coordinated. Yeah. You know, it's adorable. Hmm. Looking yeah, at him right now. Whoever does their their graphic design for his his novel art or his cover art rather is uh, probably either the same person or was told to stick with one one thing. Correct. Oh, <laughs> a chat room corrects me. It's Harold Robbins and Faulty Towers. You're right. Wrong guy. Oh, Harold Robbins. And that's the romance novel. Yes. Yeah. I think. Uh, old old school romance novel guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it was very funny, but I had it wrong. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> so I can get this anywhere. Yeah, this is uh, Amazon. Looks like everywhere. You just buy this book. Yep. 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 Amazon, everything. Like, again, as I say, there's no audiobook version, at least not that I could find. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't on Audible. I'll put it that way. So. You know, it it wasn't going to make it easy for me if there was an audiobook. So, you know, if you're more industrious and really dedicated to getting it as an audiobook, uh, good on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, he's been around a but, while. Born in 1932. Lots of yeah. books. Is he still making books like new books today? Let's see. No. His last book was uh, Jitterbug Perfume in 1990. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. All right. Wow. Maybe he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> if he, if Maybe he's, he just retired from writing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where he is. Too. Maybe he's not here anymore. I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> speak ill of the dead. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, very good recommendation this week, as always, coming out of Amy. And uh, you also handled my stupid monitor outage very well. I thought as a guest. So thank you for doing that. Good. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm more than happy to sit and I, again. This is why I do this segment. It's really and and why I used to call in for the games all the time. I just want to talk to you yeah, guys. See? Just want to have a little chat. Oh, I was supposed to check in on your uh, dog. Did he finally get out of the way so you could finish your laundry, or what happened there? I saw this oh, on TikTok. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, so what I did was I moved to the other side of the bed and fo- I I I folded Chuck's laundry first. Yeah. And I he came out of the shower and I was like, "Congratulations, your laundry's getting folded first because your dog is laying on mine." Ah, he's your dog <laughs> so. now. Yeah. Your dog, yeah. I know. Too many do that stuff with the cat and the dog too. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Quick update. Chat says he's alive and well at 89. So he's still with there. Us. We go. Okay. Good. Oh, good on him. Well, good job, Tim, Tom, Bill, Harold Robbins, um, whatever right. Robbins you are, whichever <laughs> the Robbins clan. Uh, well, uh, Amy, it's good to talk to you as always. Uh, tell people where they can find you and poke you in, in the in the in the Twitterverse and that sort of thing. Ooh, I don't know if I'm up for being poked, <laughs> but you know. Um, yeah, so if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm Red Fraggle Three. Also on TikTok. Uh, again, we are planning a Southeast meetup in the fall. The 
survey for such is in the Discord. So uh, September and Chuck are being very uh, industrious in trying to plan all of that. So please, if you think you might be interested, please come join us. We'd love to, you know, just hang out and have a good time. What part of it you guys are right now considering somewhere in, um, uh, in Georgia, right? No, uh, it'll be Asheville, North Carolina. North Carolina, is what we're looking okay. at. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's a nice place. Maybe you get Dan yeah. out there and bring a. Dan should bring some of his board games and give them away. Oh yeah, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. I forgot. That's right. I forget Dan is in North Carolina because mm-hmm. he doesn't sound like he's from North Carolina. No, <laughs> right. like he's from Jersey. Like he's from you know New Jersey or yeah. Yeah, he's right, got that. Right. He's got that Long Island accent that just will not leave him. The poor guy. Well, anyway, uh, that sounds awesome. Uh, we'll talk more about it as we get closer. It's Amy, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Oh, he's week. from Long Island. Okay. Yeah. Is he? I think he is. Isn't he from That's Long what uh, TV's Travis just said. Yep. Uh, I trust TV's yeah. Travis. He knows a lot of trivia about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He should be yeah, called Yeah, you can tri- hear that New York kind of yeah, seeping for out. Sure, of yeah. Yeah. for sure, yeah. For sure. Travis, you should call yourself Trivia Travis. Because you know. <laughs> Trivia's Travis. <laughs> Trivia's Travis. Very good. Amy, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> All right, that was fun. Asheville, I could, I could see making a little. I, I don't know. I got some, I got some uh, Southwest miles that you know, burning a hole in my pocket. I yeah. wonder if I could get to. Asheville's probably not one of their things, oh. one of their hubs. So I probably would have to go to Raleigh or Charlotte or something. Yeah, I don't know how hmm. they do. They have hubs on the east, eastern side of the country. I didn't know if they did or not. They do. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, <laughs> hub, I mean, basically, you know, they have destinations out there. It's not so much a hub as much as like a, yeah, we fly there. You just, you know. Yeah. Salt Lake to um, Georgia or um, I guess I don't know where in Georgia, but the the Delta has hubs here and there. Like their, their major hub, they're basically their home, their homeland is Georgia. And they have a major hub here in Salt Lake City. So getting from here to Georgia is like a piece of freaking cake. It's like mm-hmm. the easiest Delta flight you'll ever take. Um, but then I don't know how it gets when you go up to the other place. So maybe I don't know if you got if you got miles though. Might as well, you know, right? May as well, well spend use them. them. Use them or lose them. Spend them on something. Uh, yeah. All right, we're gonna we'll do some. To see. Got a lot of trips already planned for the fall. So yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I got a big one for the fall. Um, all right, oh, here yeah. we go. Let's do the news right here. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville. Yeah, there will be a Coverville today. Uh, David Byrne, he of the Talking Heads, What Houses Burned Down, uh, <laughs> is celebrating his 70th birthday. And for sure, we are going to stay up late and uh, uh, t- listen to some slippery people make some music during wartime. I don't know. Anyway, Talking Heads <laughs> music today. On Coverville, twitch.tv slash Coverville, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Is this is this your beautiful house? We're going to hear something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yes. Once in, this is a once-in-a-lifetime episode, folks, so Sweet. don't miss it. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that? David Burns, 70 years old. Like, once he hit gray, once his hair just turned white, yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, it's all downhill from back. there. Yeah, no going That's back. Right. Can't wear those big shoulder pads anymore there, David. got to <laughs> chill big out. Suit. Yeah, it's a big suit now. All right, here's your first story. We actually carried it over. Speaking of music, um, a baby was born at a Metallica show in Brazil. Wow. That's adorable. Uh, At a Metallica concert on May 7th, a fan who was 39 weeks pregnant went into labor near the end of the show and gave birth inside the stadium to a baby boy as the band closed out the night with Enter Sandman. Uh, Joyce M. Figueiro, Figueiro, 
Figuero. How would you say that? Figuero. 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 All right. That was close. Although there's an accent on the O. Figuero. (laughs) Figuero. (laughs) Figuero. That's how you do it. Um, Let's see. Uh, Documented the event on Instagram and her story posts uh, were even reshared by Metallica, by the band, uh, who helped spread the news on the now, now viral moment. Uh, although medical personnel arrived with intentions of taking her to a nearby hospital via ambulance, uh, that was out of the realm of possibility as the baby was on the verge of arrival and the delivery had to be carried out in the venue. Uh, wow. While Metallica played on, they just kept playing. Now I lay me down to sleep with a bag yeah, of peanuts okay. at my feet or whatever they say. No uh, kidding. And, and the baby was born during Enter Sandman. Yep. Pretty great. That's crazy. Well, yep. name know, him nothing Sandman. Nothing else matters. Yeah, Sandy. <laughs> they should call him. Oh, I get, I get it. Nothing else matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a, like a, like like ham fisted joke right there. <laughs> Wait, I have a question about that phrase. It's always ham-fisted. been ham fisted, right? Not hand yeah, ham fisted. Okay. Never hand fisted. Okay, growing up. That's a that's a look that one up on Urban. Yeah, Dictionary. that's Why another one you don't want to know about. But I remember growing right. up hearing. I always thought it was hand fisted. And so it wasn't until adulthood that I finally heard somebody kind of say ham more clearly. And I went ham. Oh, ham. Okay. Because cause if ham you say fisted. it's a ham-fisted joke, it's a big, meaty. has got a big old ham yeah. for a hand. And it's yeah, it's big and obvious and, and forced forced inside of you. Wait a minute. What? All right. Yes, I don't know. I you know what? I don't I don't know if I want to know the origin of that phrase now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah no, it's all right. Yeah, we don't have to look that one up. Oh, Captain Kipper says, lacking skill in physical movement, especially with the hands. So, like, you know, Klinger wasn't a surgeon because he was too ham-fisted. He was too ham-fisted. Okay. But if you say in 2022, if you go search for fisted with a ham, you're going to find something you yeah. don't want. Something completely different. Make sure safe searches on yeah, it. Yeah, do that, please. 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 Yeah. For the love of for the love of Mike, do that. For the love of Metallica, please. Uh <laughs> The baby was born Luan uh, and was born at 11.15 p.m. to the sound of Enter Sandman and uh, entered, let's see, who entered labor three songs before the show was set to end, likely meaning that the birthing process had started around the same time the encore did as Metallica returned to the stage with the Master of Puppets opening track, Battery. Uh, talk about smashing through the wow. boundaries. Yeah. Uh, wow. Anyway, there you go. Babe, happy that's somebody, baby. That is a dedicated Metallica fan to not say, you know what, my baby, it feels like tonight might be the night, or my water broke during uh, the opening act, maybe we should go. It's like, yeah. no, hold on as long as you can, there's only three songs left. Ah! <laughs> I just think that far along pregnant, let's see, 39 weeks, you, you probably, I don't know if a concert's a good idea. Yeah, just, especially you know. a Metallica concert, my God. I mean, you have a nice story now, but... That's a massive venue with too many people. I don't. I don't know, man. Let's let's check in on that kid in like ten years. Yeah. See where he's at. <laughs> Make sure everything's okay. Uh, Yellowstone. We turn our eyes to Yellowstone. Mm, Some news the out TV of the TV show or the uh... the uh, national park. Let's call <laughs> the it the national park. Okay. All right. A Yellowstone bison licked a car for nearly an hour. Wow. There's not much of the story, except uh, here's the total of the story. Tourists at Yellowstone National Park were shocked by a bison who walked right up to their car to have a lick and did so for one straight hour. The beauty of this is there's some... I could lick a car for hours. <laughs> there's some... Uh, that's a good bison voice. I like what you did there. Thanks, yeah. Was, uh, there's some good Nicholas video. Cage as a bison. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty good. So he just is sitting there licking this car, and they got video of this. We're looking at it now for the chat. And he just licking the car. That's wow. it. 
just you know give this car a lick uh, keep going probably the worst breath of any animal on the planet is my guess <laughs> and uh yeah i try to think of like what uh oh there's got to be some great car name oh was it a blank and they'll be kind of like funny like oh, oh yeah <laughs> what would that be it uh, had to be a salty car uh right or you know like is it a um uh s- s- salt i can't think of it uh Salt Lick City. That doesn't work. That's not a no. car. Uh, salty. Boy, that ah, sure is a salty ah. car. I don't know. I don't know. My my pun work. My pun. Could, uh, they, could they feel it in their soul? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, uh, hold on. I'm working on this one. I'm working. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good thing it wasn't a bolt. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Oh, yeah, because you no. don't want to put your tongue on a, batter, on a battery. No. Uh, Wait, that doesn't work. Uh he wouldn't have done it if it was a Cayenne. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm working. I'm You're working, getting I'm there. Working. Uh, uh, You're almost there. Uh, 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 I'm spent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. Uh, yeah. All I know is if it was a car from one of our states and they don't wash it very often, that bison was probably happy because their cars get full of salt from the winter stuff. We get what did you do for an encore? Oh. oh. Oh, there wait. it is. is there, there it is. Is there an encore car? I didn't know Buick, that. Buick encore. <laughs> oh, is that really a car? I didn't know that was a car. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Kia Cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> for a second there, I thought, yeah, of course there's a Kia Cilantro. Like for a millisecond. Yeah, yeah. It sounds right, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, they're running out of names. I've said this for years. When you start calling your yeah. car Juke, what are you? we're all out of mm. names. What else are you going to do? Like, you're going to have to start recycling names. Go back to, like, shit that's been canceled and say, ah, it's like a Fiat. Here's the brand new Fiat. Like, how are you going to do this? You're going to run out of names. We're all yeah. out of words. For sure. Yeah. Name that's your That's name why they your, have to do. That's why they have to do Zs and Model 3 and Model 5 and, you know. Sure. What is the one that's like Solange? Oh, Sorrento. 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 Yeah, I Sorrento. That's yeah. uh, other people that only some people like Sorrentos, and then there are others who don't know why, but they just don't like Sorrentos. <laughs> this Sorrento, I don't know. For me, it just looks like wax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes looks like soap to me. <laughs> that sounds right. Uh, well, anyway, this uh, poor this Bison's fine. He just you know getting a little lick before he moves on. Yeah, uh, Dolly Parton to star in a musical about the return of Taco Bell's Mexican pizza. <laughs> Jeez Louise, what my, is happening? My favorite. Oh, today headline. is the return. Yeah, today's the day, right? I think. I don't yeah, know if it's national I, today. Oh, is no, it? a week from, I'm sorry, a week from today, 19th, May 19th. Is it everywhere then? Because we're going to yeah. do that. We got to do like show report on this. Um, sure, sure, absolutely. Hold on, yeah. Mexican pizza, Utah. Because <laughs> we're always late with this shit. I'm no, I think you. it's going to be in every Taco Bell on May 19th. Okay. That's cool. And it's returning for good is what they're saying. It's not like for a limited time. So get in line right now for Mexican pizza. Oh, this is saying that oh, what date is this says the 26th. Is that not correct? This oh. article says that the musical will premiere on TikTok on May 26th. The menu item comes back to Taco Bell. For oh, good gotcha. On May 19th. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So this is this is going to feature Dojo Cat or Doja Cat. <laughs> Yes, that's that's who taught me uh, jujitsu was Dojo Cat. Yeah, Dojo Cat, uh, you know from the yeah. dojo. She'll be there doing her whole. That's how she sings. Yeah, and then you got Dolly Parton there, and uh, and TikTok influencer Victor Kunda. No idea who that is. He hasn't influenced me. 
Oh, he's, he's influenced um, me to stay away from his channel. Is all he's done. I know who this is. This is the guy. Wait, let me play him. Uh, I have audio here. Don't. Oh no, this is okay. Monze, a little less stank on that. Okay, we're not doing the Azanto right now. This is yes, I eat. Cause I don't care when the clock hits two. Clock hits two. Okay, he's a guy. He's doing stuff. He's clearly entertaining the hell out of us. He's really yeah. uh, on yeah. the deal. Exactly. I feel influenced, don't you? I feel very influenced. So influenced <laughs> that I'm going to rush right out and grab that. Yeah, uh, yeah so that you, subscribe bell and. Da, 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 da. I mean, I don't know what they mean by musical. There's a three minute limit, total three minute limit on TikTok videos. So I which assume, is about as much of a Taco Bell Mexican pizza musical as I'd be able to take. Yeah. What a weird combo <laughs> of people, though. Dolly Parton and Doja Doja Cat. That's going to yeah. be. Yeah. All right. So she did. She did Jolene for the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, what's she going to do for Mexican pizza? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't think of any other songs uh, except 9 to 5, and you could take a pizza and have hands on it like a clock. Adding beef and chives. What a way to make pizza. I love that. And then yeah. have a big pizza in the background with with a timer on it. <laughs> well, right. Exactly like a little arm sticking out of a little Mexican pizza. Yeah. Yep. There it is. There it is. It's done. Done. We, we have that. Complete. And then Doja Cat can do some rap in the middle or something. Adding cheese and chives. What a way to make what a delicious Mexican pizza. <laughs> it's something. There's there's a lot there. A lot there, there to a work lot with. There. You can work with that song pretty well, I think. And Doja Cat will just talk about her vagina like that's all she does anyway. <laughs> that's what she does. If you go, I, I've heard her albums. Albums. Oh, have you? Oh, I've never a lot heard. Of, I don't think I've, I've heard maybe one Doja Cat song. It's a lot of vagina. And yeah. talk, you know, it's just stumble it's fine. Bed and I stumble to the fryer, pull out some cheese from the dryer, and <laughs> assemble it into a. Why is the yeah, cheese in the dryer? Why is it in the dryer? I don't know because it rhymes with fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you keep the cheese? The dryer, duh. The dryer, duh. Duh. Get it, get it in there, duh. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, <laughs> hang out with my sister a little bit. Uh, my sister Wendy will be here, I believe. I'm trying to ping her all morning and I haven't been able to so oh, no. I hope she's around uh, if not we'll we'll come up with something but uh, anyway that's coming up right after this break featuring a song that you will now tell me about yeah this time we're going to a brand new single from Hi H-A-A-I featuring John Hopkins not the hospital uh, this is a brand new single they've released is called Baby We're Ascending here they are now Hi and John Hopkins Patiently 
pockets when you sit down in a chair. The knife and your money comes out, so I needed at least another inch in the pockets. Another thing, the crotch down where your nuts hang is always a little too tight. So when you make them up, give me a inch that I can let out there. Let's see if you can't leave me about an inch from the, where the zipper ends uh, round uh, under my back to my bunghole. Number one, are you ready? What? Are you ready? Love the smell of polyurethane in the morning. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back. Hey, who was that? That man. Yeah. That is uh, Hi, DJ Hi, H A A I, real name, uh, Tennille Throssel uh, from Australia, uh, releasing a brand new single, which is called Baby We're Ascending, collaborating with John Hopkins. This is, uh, the title track of a new album coming out May 27th. I spent too much time trying to think of Dolly Parton lyrics before the song to actually get my information together for the, the Indian in the middle track that we were about to play. So ah, yeah. that's why you're getting it all at the tail end and not at the beginning. Well, either way they get their credit and that's all fine now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Dojo yes. Cat can still talk about her privates. Uh, you can still get Dolly Parton. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Wendy. Hello. <laughs> what? Hi. How are you? Hi. What you guys talking about? Oh, the, there's a whole story. So I'll tell you the brief thing. Do you remember growing up, uh, we had if you went to Taco Bell, you could get Mexican pizza. Do you remember that? You say growing up, it just they just took it off the menu two years ago. I always feel like it was such an old thing, like it, and it hasn't I don't existed. Remember, for but years. yes, okay. Uh-huh. So they're bringing it back, and Dolly Parton and this Doja Cat lady, uh, pop star, uh, and uh, somebody, oh, and an influencer guy, they're all going to make a music video about uh, Mexican pizza coming back because they're all big fans of the Mexican pizza. So that's where that was coming from. Mm-hmm. And the reason oh. I was talking about Doja Cat's uh, private parts is because she always sings about them. Or, uh, oh, I thought you were saying about Dolly Parton's private parts. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, no. Hers are, well, hers are renowned, aren't they? Anyway, um, hey, it's good to have you here. How are you? You doing all right? I'm good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You guys, we had a we had a, my first official Midwestern tornado uh Warning, I don't know if it touched down anywhere. I haven't looked, but was that it today? Was freaky. Was it today? Yeah. Really? No, last night. Oh, last yeah, night. Yeah, it was everyone's phone all of a sudden just was screeching. It, it is so alarming. Hmm. I mean, I guess that's the point, right? Um, and oh, it says, so like all your phones have the emergency alert thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. And then it says, go down to your bathtub, basically. Like, it tells you like what to do really? <laughs> immediately. And you're like, we all like, Oh, okay. We get so, downstairs. And after a few minutes, my kids are like, well, what do we do? One kid's like, I think I'll practice the trumpet right now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Let me guess. Can I guess who that is? That was, um, that's gotta be Peter. That was Peter. No, it's Elliot. Elliot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Elliot wouldn't practice the piano and the trumpet and probably done some homework. Like that's him. Wow. And then Peter is just jumping around so excited trying to look out windows i'm like i don't think we understand the concept here yeah. it's to not be by windows yeah it's not to be <laughs> so you don't dumb. want to see this up close you don't yeah, you know. it was i've never i mean i did look out the window at one point because i was like what i can't I, I cannot my brain cannot wrap around thousands of lightning bolts happening at once like oh, i've weird. never seen anything like that in my life it i haven't either that's terrifying. intense okay so that's your first uh is that yeah, a common thing out that direction? I was I never well, think um, of Minnesota for that for some reason. I don't no, know. I don't think it's all that. I mean, it happens. It's not like as common as certain places, but 
it does happen. And in fact, they have that like a full community siren that went off that was outside that yeah. was so loud. And anyway, wow. there's just no way to not know it's coming yeah. unless you can't hear. Because when we were down in, or do you remember years? It was like 90s, I think. Um, but there was a tornado that hit a building in Salt Lake City, which was like. Oh, I was there. Yeah, I was downtown. Were you? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's well, crazy. Well, I wasn't down downtown. I was kind of just kind of the industrial area near there because yeah. I worked at a roofing company. Yeah. Oh, I remember And uh, yeah. they did not know I would be a therapist and I was reading all their, <laughs> their minds. But I just remember very vividly everyone in the office just went outside and watched it like go up State Street or whatever street, North Temple yeah. or something. It's very and weird and very rare. To this day, it no, was n- we've never seen anything since that just doesn't happen here. Like, well, and it it was, I mean, we were in a warehouse full of roofing materials. I yeah. was like, we're all going to die. Yeah, this is it where. It's scary. It is scary. Freaking giant funnel of air and wind coming down out of the sky. It freaking sucks. Oh, it's so unpredictable and terrifying. I was thinking, what's worse? Fire? Uh, yeah, fire's worse. Uh, tornado at least is over pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Like hurricanes feel like they last for months. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, they do. And then the earthquake, it's horrifying. like, well, I don't know. Earthquakes, I am kind of torn on because most of the time it's you sitting there while the while the furniture's moving. You're like, is this it? Is this all this is? Is this going to be? Yeah, Still have never been in, earth, in an earthquake. Oh, man. We got to get you in an earthquake, Brian. Let's get this done. Let's make it happen. I don't that know how to do it. Like a, da- a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> Where can we? How could we make this happen, Brian? Just need to experience it. Um, hopefully, a mild one and not one that hurts anybody. Um, anyway, yes. all right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, my sister Wendy is, of course, a practicing therapist and helps people with real problems all the time. No Comes longer on works for roofing. No, no longer in the roofing no business. Asks. Keep your roofing questions to yourselves. Okay, we're no. not answering those. Uh, but I did get a brief email. Um, Oh, by the way, we need some more emails. You guys send us your your stuff. We're we're send running us a little your problems, low. please. Yeah, we're running right. a little bit low. But I did get one from somebody who I've asked since I sent you this message, Wendy, and this person said it was okay if I said their name. Their name is Colin. Okay, I assume it's Colin, not Colin, right? That's not Colin. That's Colin. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not Colin. It's All right. Colin. Well, there was a Colin Powell. Remember that guy? He was a famous Colin. Yes. His name was Colin Powell. No, it was Colin yeah, it was Powell. Colin. What? Colin Powell. It was Colin Powell. Chat room, back me up on this. It was Colin Powell, right? Hold on a second. Really? What? Has it been that long that we that? Uh... Is it spelled Colin? No, it's no, spelled, spelled Colin. It's spelled like you'd spell Cowlin. Colin. Colin. Hold on, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That doesn't seem. Oh, Co. Colin Powell. Yeah. 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 It's... You're right. You're absolutely right. Colin Powell. And every time somebody said, "Oh, look, it's Secretary of Defense Colin Powell," they would say that yeah. thing. Man, right. why would you allow that? Why would you let the first person get away with that? <laughs> well, then, because one day, I'm not saying yeah. the statistics, you know, he's recently passed and all that, but, you know, the statistics are not mm-hmm. horrible or, or not great that you couldn't one day get colon cancer and you don't want to be a guy named Colin who has colon cancer, right? Because mm-hmm. then you're yeah. colon, yeah. colon's cancer, or colon's can- cancer, <laughs> eh, whatever. This, this sure is like, right. like, I feel bad for... <laughs> For all this, before we get to this person's uh, yeah. email, Sorry, oh, yeah. Colin. <laughs> we're going to call him Colin, though. Uh, Colin, he says this Hi, all things TMS. Uh, I think he means the Thursday crew. Says, I will cut to the chase. I'm pretty sure my wife is cheating on me with someone in her office. I have no proof and no confession, just a really intense feeling that I am correct. What the heck do I do? Oof. Colin. So we don't get a lot of info here, Wendy. Is it enough to kind of broaden that discussion into what one would do if they have these suspicions and if they do what's the most 
you know, prudent way to approach it. Right. What's the right <laughs> without going completely overboard? <laughs> yeah, not Hold without showing start, up at her let's office. Start with overboard. Sure. What oh, is okay, the good. worst thing to do? Go to the office with a bat, well, with a bat yeah. in your hand, and threaten the guy or something. Probably okay. not. Yeah, yeah. Not do that. Yeah. Um, the other would be just bald face, like she walks into the house and you go. Are you having an affair? Like doing yeah, it that I way. Mean, it going right to accusation, uh, you know, uh, stage is probably bad. Where Whether it's at the office or not. A DEFCON level one kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those, uh, see, those seem dangerous. Like, um, don't do it uh-huh. in the car on the highway. Mm. Uh, right. But I mean, yeah, like, you know, what what's the, what's the opener? What's the, how do you start that conversation? What's the. Yeah, how would you um, do that? I don't even know how you'd start. I mean, okay, well, let's let's start with the the hunch. Okay, okay? all right, sure. Hunch, yeah. Because usually people have hunches for reasons, and they could be yep. mis misreading something. And that my hunches have always been right on everything. Everything ever. Okay. Brian's a one hundred percenter on the hunch front. I'm a hundred percent huncher. Yeah, he's a hunch. You know what? He's he'll back your hunch. We call him the hunchback. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. That, that, was, that, took, that went places. Yep. It took, you could see it coming down the road. Anyway, yep. but uh, I feel like well, I'm bad at hunches. So this is going to be a good discussion for me because I don't think. Well, okay. So, so often, uh, you know, again, it's the spectrum of intensity of different feelings we all experience, right? Yeah. Feeling paranoid or anxious or, you know, we can have lots of feelings that are protective and kind of show up and, make sense or don't make sense logically that we can call a hunch, right? Yeah. So let's start with a really common, really basic thing everyone experiences. You get a text, you send an exchange with a a text with somebody and you're not on this most solid ground. So this isn't like a close friend or someone you've had a lot of experience with. Maybe it's a new friend or someone you're like hoping can be a friend or, you you know, there's some vulnerability there. It can be small. And they respond to something. I'll give an example that would bother me, which is they put sure, period. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no tone. You have no idea what their tone is. The the abrupt, quick. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. Or just a K. K. Mm. I don't love those either. I do that all the time. I do it all the time. There's nothing to read. Except here's the difference. So you could do that to me any day of the week. I'm going to think nothing. But when I'm a little vulnerable. Yeah. Is someone, I'm going to go, ooh, what does K mean? Because like, I right. don't know. Right, you start reading into it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. is that a hunch that this person hates me? Oh, good point. Is that enough for a hunch? <sighs> or should it be? It, the answer Only if no. your mind has already gone there, right? Like that yes. alone, that on its own wouldn't do it. But, you yes. know, if you feel like, oh, man, you know, you know, they've been kind of short with me all week or they've seemed preoccupied and then they just respond with a K, I feel, I feel yeah. Blown off, yeah, whatever. We, we're story yeah. makers. We're puzzle yeah. fixers or finishers, yeah. right? We want, <laughs> right. you know, puzzle yeah. fixers. But puzzle we want fixers. to, Please we fix put that it puzzle. together. <laughs> we put it together and we we come up with a cohesive, uh, you know, foolproof. Narrate, we, we build the whole narration in our minds. Yeah. Yeah. A whole, and a, a, a way we say this in therapy law is, you know, the stories you tell yourself, right? So what is mm-hmm. the story you're telling yourself? So- here is this guy who's like, my name's Colin, and I have this hunch something intense inside me is making me think she must be cheating on me. Yeah. Right? And so the questions I would ask would be things like, tell me about your history with hunches. 
right? Mm. When, when else have you been right about something? And when else have you been really wrong about it, but you were pretty sure? Mm. And like, you know, kind of pull it apart. Like, what is that, right? Do you have a tendency for this or that? And, and, and a lot of times people just don't know themselves well, right? So I, th- I think I've mentioned this before, but we have a friend who he always hates people on the first time he meets them. And he, <laughs> if he likes you, yeah. like he can like someone, but then he'll also just really be iffy about someone else. But his pattern is he's dead wrong the first time. He's always wrong. The people he didn't like at first will always become close friends and he really cares about them. The people he likes initially end up being lame. And he's like, why am I broken on my first introduction? <laughs> but what really helps is that awareness, right? Sure. He's yeah. aware that it's backwards. I'm aware I have my inner compass is backwards. And if I should, I feel like I should go right, it's definitely left, right? Yeah. So I, I just know that. I've been alive long enough and can accept that my my vision of things is incorrect sometimes in that particular way, right? So sometimes people have this with, you know, they can blow up their lives over just assuming something. There is a key and pill episode that is perfect for this if you need to watch a text exchange where they're both just thinking very different things. Have you seen this one where no. he's just like, oh, should we hang out? And the other in Peel or whichever the other one was, Key, no, I don't know. Um, the, other one. Yeah. the other guy is saying like, oh, you, you think we should hang out? Like, and he's totally offended. <laughs> By the time they meet at the bar, he's got a bat full of nails and he's ready to kill him. Yeah. And the other guy's just thinking they're having a good time hanging out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's, so what is it that's triggering that it matters? And so I think often people don't do a great job, especially as they're younger, because they don't have a track record yet. Of like, oh, okay, I know myself here. I'm probably doing this or that, right? So that's what I would ask. Colin, are you 20 years old and you don't have a track record? Or have you been around? And what is what is your track record with suspecting or being paranoid about something or having a hunch or making a guess? You know, it's just like, what's your jam there? And then, then let's look at the situation. Like, what is, what is cluing yeah. you into this? A human doesn't make up a story unless there's a clue. I mean, I don't know, raise your hand if you've been paranoid before, and paranoid is the wrong word, if you have thought you had secret information um, because you're part of a fool group online that's going to solve a mystery. How about all you white ladies trying to solve you know, <laughs> serial killer murders, right? right. Like everyone right. has this in them to do. Yeah. Everyone is a bloodhound a little, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, like what's his deal if personally, and then what are the clues he's picking up on? And then- can you talk to someone who isn't you about some of those things? Which is obviously what he's doing. He's asking us. Yeah. yeah. Now, of course, we don't get to know the clues. But let's just say the clue would be she's working late more often. She's doing, you know, the after hours where everyone meets. Is this related at all to she's now back in the office and hasn't been in an office for two years? And mm-hmm. so it's feeling the mm-hmm. disconnect is mm-hmm. happening a little. You know, yeah. there could be lots of explanations that are not she's cheating, but it feels like it. And that matters. It matters how you're feeling about it, right? right. So I'm going to get to what to do with the feeling. But really, if you look around, what are the signs? And mm-hmm. if it's something like, I mean, what, what are you guys giving? You what can are explain it a different way. Yeah, I mean, uh, do we go 70s, say lipstick on the collar or? Uh... <laughs> I love that that's a seven. That's how I think it's of it. A, it's a total 70s yeah. thing. Big fat total white 70s, collar. Yeah. yeah, big old lips on it. 
Totally, dude. Yeah. Like, why um, would any have done that? Yeah. So that, or he smells like someone else's perfume. Or right. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Or she or whatever. So yeah, like you've got a, you've got some maybe more obvious things that you're putting together. They're, you know, they're secretive about their, or protective about their texts or something like, you know, yeah. they're, yeah. um, they that jump would, when their phone rings or a text comes across and they don't let you see anything. Right. They just right. act weird. Yeah. Sure. Or they, they giggle as they're responding and then they hide their phone. <laughs> Okay, there's one. But like, it's usually more subtle, right? Like they're just not, they seem a little distant or Mm -hmm. they don't laugh the way they used to. Or how come we haven't had the woohoo for about a month or, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call it around here. The the woohoo. You need other help. <laughs> hey, hon, how about a little woohoo tonight? Woohoo! Like, if she's had a headache for six months straight, then yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. so so then here's where um, I think I briefly threw out Occam's razor last last oh, time, sure. but just this idea of like usually the simplest actual explanation is the truth, um, yeah. but that is not what our brains love. Our brains love an elaborate plot you know right we want that yes we want the sherlock level ah well he did this with the uh the the window and then he left the fingerprints over here to throw us off and da 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 da. yeah and then we're like weirdly amazed when that stuff happens in real life like what Mm -hmm. and it's because Mm -hmm. it's like a fantasy it's so rare that anything is ever that kind of crazy or elaborate which i think is why all those like serial killer podcasts and stuff are just because (laughs) that stuff's so nuts you know it gives you this sense of control and protection when you don't have it otherwise and so you you know you're like mm-hmm. i'm ready for an axe murderer to move in next door you're like, okay <laughs> i'm prepared i know exactly all the signs to look for yeah. good good for you anyway so that idea of like all right maybe you are not the simplest explanation is she's now back in the office and commute is longer and stress is higher and like she's not feeling great or something but she's not relying on you and talking to you about it that would be my next question. Is is there a, a significant difference in your communication and connection? A lot of people say, oh, I would always know when my spouse was cheating or, you know, because it, it melts our brains when we find out someone didn't know. And we are always, like, oh, yes. come on, you knew. The signs right? were all there. Yeah, and that's there because we've time. been making up entire stories about stuff without any facts for our whole lifetime. So, of course, someone should get it and know. Now, sometimes we don't want to see things. There's yeah. that. Sure. And then other times there has been enough disconnect in the relationship. It's not obvious. So that would be my other question. Like, okay, wh- what's the state of your relationship? Is this a sudden change? Is this totally like mm. par for the course? And now you're just feeling like it's, it's going too long. And now she's back in the office or there's a new attractive person that now works in the office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can sure. be lots of things. I always, whenever Adam has new women that he works with, I'm always like, all right. Are they, are they How short? young are they? <laughs> he, he likes old ladies. I'm not kidding. The older I get, the better things are for him. He likes. He when likes he, the when old we got, ladies. we were dating. He's like, I can picture you with gray hair, and I am so excited. I'm like, wow, do you have a thing? He Weird. doesn't have that thing. He's fine. Yeah. No, but young is not his game. But if she's if she's tall, I'm, I'm going to go to Panera screwed. at 4 p.m. and pick up some yeah. broads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what time just, does Perkins open? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So you you know your spouse and you know what is a threat, I guess. Right, and so you right, can, you know, sure. check. 
or you don't check or something, but like, you know, there's a sense of like, you never talk about the people you work with or there's just ways to make this look fishy and your brain will fill in the gaps. So here's the actual advice to this person. Well, let's see what you guys would say. I want to hear what you would tell them to do. Oh, geez. Um, See, I'd be bad at this because I've, the only time I've ever had that hunch and rest assured, everybody was not about Tina. Mm. Um, uh, it turned out I was exactly right. It was somebody I was living with. Um, uh, they, you know, I'd figured out that they were kind of messing around with my best friend at the time and, and kind of put two and two together and said, okay, that, uh, that's pretty much what I think is going on. And, Sure enough, that's exactly what was going on. Uh, so I'd be a bad person to ask. I'd say, yeah, act on it. Cut loose. Like, uh, <laughs> make a break for it. <laughs> so, yeah. do you know, it's very personal. You don't have to share. But, like, did you just confront? What'd you do? I, uh, how, how did I handle it? Uh, well, there's still a body in Reno somewhere that nobody knows. <laughs> that has not been found. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I hate to say it, but I think I, I mean, I did confront her about it, but I did it in a very like, like, um, you know, so I noticed that, um, you know, when I've been working the last few times, you've been hanging out with, uh, so-and-so and, uh, you know, is there, is there something else going on there that I need to worry about? I think is how I phrased it. I probably did a lot, you know, more, let's use the phrase ham fisted than that. But, uh, uh, she said, well, yeah, kinda. Wow. <laughs> so it was, it was, there was no like, oh no, you're crazy. There was none of that sort of thing. It just went right to, yeah. Okay. Sure. Like you figured it out. Well done. Wow. <laughs> she just gave you the ring and said, see ya. That's, that's yeah, intense. exactly. Fortunately there was, uh, we hadn't gotten to ring stage, but, um, uh, okay. uh yeah. So, uh, and then I have, a uh, somebody I know and I won't say, I won't even yeah, I'll stop there because they might even listen to the show. So I'll stop there. <laughs> stop and walk away. Okay. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> What's your advice? Um, oh, my. Oh, yeah. I never really had this problem. Um, I never had anybody I was either dating or, and Kim, you know, Kim's the only person I've ever been married to. Um, where I had that feeling. So I don't feel like I can relate to this very well. I've definitely You're had unbelievable. Look at you. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'm just bad at the cues or if it just, I got lucky with the people I'm around. I mean, when you, when you have a girlfriend in high school or something or, um, whatever, and they, and you, and you feel like a breakup's coming. I mean, you can kind of get feelings about that. Like, Oh, I don't know yeah. if it's going to work out or whatever. But it was never like someone's cheating on me. I can just feel it. Like there was never, yeah. I never felt that way. So really hard for me to say. I've, I've definitely had the feeling that somebody was, um, it's more like, a, you know, a friend or somebody is like talking smack behind your back or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a different sure. deal though. So it's not so much. But, a, I mean, it's still a hunch thing, right? It's still a hunch. Yeah. 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 And, th- yeah. and in those cases, yeah, and, you know, what do you do? You just say, Hey, you've been talking about me. I'm like, yeah. I was going to say, did you confront them about it or did you, oh, I don't remember so long ago. And it was, did you confront me about it or did you uh, just let it, <laughs> I just let it slide? 
You know, it's kind of like, you know, when you today we do text, but we really haven't changed that much. Back then we were just passing notes, you know, or yeah, letters or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was kind yeah, of the same crazy. thing. You were trying to read the tone of a note or a letter uh-huh. and you weren't really sure what any of that stuff meant. And it just hasn't changed that much. Like we're still yeah. the same human animal trying to deal with it. But I, I don't, mean, what's you know. changed is just like times it by 10 billion for misunderstanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because that, body language Way, way chat now, says chat, chat wants me or is asking about the guy who owes me eighty nine thousand um, dollars. That's that's different. That guy just straight up swindled me. So I don't think that's the same. It's not like I have a sneaking yeah. suspicion that I never got paid for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know You're I didn't get paid. Right. You never got paid. Yeah. I yeah. Okay. Up. Well, I and here's what I would I would say is kind of you know Brian's example is a good one, right? Is you know if you feel like you don't. You can't say anything to her until you have all sorts of evidence, then, you know, the strength of your relationship is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That, that mm-hmm. there isn't just a conversation that can be had. Right. And so that really goes back to this question of like, where are things at? You know, people don't cheat usually just because somebody's there. It's not usually a crime of convenience, right? It's often, mm-hmm. um, you know, that can happen. I guess, but I think it's more about just unmet needs that sort of often, you know, people are telling themselves their own stories, right? Mm -hmm. Like, well, this person understands me like no one's ever understood me, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's all just be clear. Second, marriages that have a 60 to 70% divorce rate. So um, it isn't, it's it's kind of an escapism thing and some other things that can happen and it can build over time. Sometimes it really surprises people. They're always like, oh, I never thought I would do this or be in this position. I really, you know, no one ever thinks it's going to be them. Mm-hmm. Right. But clearly sure. people are doing this. So, you know, it can sneak up in one way, but it is also usually something. And this is not about blaming anyone. It's just about understanding. Maybe there's the lack of closeness or stress, or there's a kid, or there's, you know, things that can make um, a relationship strained. There, there might reveal a crack that you didn't know otherwise. Right. And the mm-hmm. other partner, would never have done that. That doesn't, that, that crack doesn't show up for them. So everyone's different. Um, but it, again, shame is a big piece of this. So if you're feeling embarrassed, like, you know, what if she's not and I accuse her, like, that's so crazy. Or what if she is, I don't know if I can handle that shame. And so mm-hmm. I get it. I get why paralysis w- might be an answer for a lot of people or just not knowing um, and just like hoping it works out. But I would, I would suggest talking to her. Mm. sort of you can you know you can investigate a little further if you want just sort of generally check in on the state of your relationship with yeah, but what do you say like hey uh bill from hr is kind of a good looking dude isn't he <laughs> you could do that yeah um you to... could also just say let's talk about us yeah and <laughs> um i mean there are there are people in couples counseling where one is actively cheating and that is one of the, the jobs of a couples counselor is to figure out, is everyone actually here? And it, it, is fidelity the thing we're all agreeing on? This isn't secretly polyamorous or something, right? Like you have to get that clear because what you then work on, I mean, it just doesn't work, right? Yeah, if, obviously, yeah. if one person's keeping that type of secret and the other person doesn't know. So, so you're not a fool. You have not, you know, this is a long line of people who don't, know the answer to this question and have to figure it out. But I, but I would suggest talking to her about the two of you. If, if you have concerns about your connection or if it's like, we're doing really good, but I just still suspect she's 
that she's cheating. Well, then talk to her about that, right? But, you know, maybe start first with a sit down, take her to dinner. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I can't. I have other plans. I have to go to, you know, work things. I mean, if mm-hmm. she's avoiding ever sitting down and talking to you, to be more evidence in one pile. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of info to go on here, but like, you know, what, what's your support system look like? You know, is, is there friends to rely on? Are you, do you feel like you're jeopardizing your relationship if you talk to someone? Maybe go talk to someone privately or professional or, you know, someone who's not going to then, you know, tell you what to do. This is really hard, right? Because if I said to Brian, Brian, I'm suspecting this. He's like, you know what I did? And then that's Brian's <laughs> like bias or take, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you, yeah, I'd be, you know what I anybody, <laughs> anybody has the potential of staying your wrong only because of their own track record, their own experiences. Yeah. And they might even say, oh yeah, it's nothing. You're, you're fine. And yeah. then it turns out not to be fine. So right. yeah, exactly. Right. And I don't, I don't, and don't ask Scott and I this apparently, because yeah. like we both have very <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and also like you can look the number, I forgot to look this up. Um, I ran out of time, but just the, and maybe it's not like publishable, but very common, at least in the trainings I do and word on the street among therapists is that a large percentage of couples stay together even after infidelity. Mm. It, you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, so next time you're talking to your neighbor, yeah. you could say, you guys made it through. Good job. I mean, it actually is yeah. a pretty common thing that people are seeking help for and 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 they make it through. Yeah. So this isn't a, a deal breaker either if this is if you want to stay in the marriage. Some people find it as a great excuse to end things or just mm. can't. They just can't do it. But there's plenty of people getting um, support and services to help them stay in in marriages where there was unfaithfulness. I remember so. there was a situation, and I've been sitting here thinking about this a little bit more. There was a situation probably 10 years ago where we had a neighbor, really good looking dude, has since moved out of the state. Good looking, handsome, rugged guy, you know? And he was, when he was around Kim, he would get a little weird. He mm-hmm. would, she wouldn't. She didn't even mm-hmm. seem to really notice. But he was like, I could tell he was just like, <laughs> he just okay. kind of had a thing for mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like, you know, you're ready to stay on your side of the fence, you know, <laughs> like this feeling of defensiveness and all of that. Um, right. And I did talk to Kim about it one night. I'm like, yeah, you know, he's kind of, I think he's got a shine for you or whatever word I used. I'm not, I'm not, some, shine. I'm not a shine because you're an old man. Because I'm a f- guy from the forties, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. He feels the shining. For <laughs> he's, got, he's got a real shine for you. Um, but he and she was like, "Well, I, really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I think so." And she she didn't she hadn't really noticed. She says, "Well, you're not worried, are you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not worried about you, but I still don't like it." So there's still this feeling of just like, mm-hmm. "Just keep away. I don't like this or whatever." And you know, Kim says she felt like that a few times where when I worked somewhere, a girl would be overly flirty or something, and she you know she worked there at the time. Kim and I worked at the same place, and she would get. She's like, "Is she?" Oh, if she talks to you one more time, I'm gonna like this sort of thing. <laughs> so we had moments like that, but they were never oh, wow. like we need to find out if each other is on board. It was right. Yeah. Is, is, is always the other. Person these other like, people are being a problem, yeah. and that while I don't know, I guess there's some similarities in emotional response there. It's not quite the same because I'm not the trust issue wasn't with each other. It was with other uncontrolled factors, people around us. Right. Um, right. Anyway. Just a, right. Just a, and, and I, I mean, one way to think about like just fidelity in a marriage 
in particular is just like recommitting to those things over and over again, right? Like there are different phases and stages of life where you pull apart and you have to work to get back together. And, you know, this Mm -hmm. it's, I wish we could normalize that. What we really have is just like the movie version of like just the beginning (laughs) and then, and then chaos later. Like we don't have a lot of like, watch a couple for 50 years mm-hmm. make it through the ups and downs like it's super boring but it is also like real that's that's what it, it might take and sometimes people are mismatched and things don't work out and cheating is their escape hatch and you know there's it it's just complicated because it's a human endeavor um and some may argue oh just humans aren't meant to be monogamous so these are other options well whatever do your thing but if that is your thing and you you know monogamy is what you had planned on and that's what your vows are about. And, you know, this is painful and difficult. And, and so that support is important. You know, finding out is hard because you're like straight up. I'd rather this not be real, but this intense feeling of suspicion is just not going away. So I suggest now this is my bias. See, here's my bias. My bias is action is move towards a conversation, move towards um, checking on the health of your own connection and then seeing what arises. But that's, that means getting out of denial. Hunch is fun, right? And yeah, it's not fun, can be. but it's, it's a safe place. Sure. Um, the facing reality can be incredibly difficult, but just know, I mean, I, I, I didn't look this up either. I keep giving assignments to the chat. If they're picking up on my hints, um, is that Esther Perel has this great podcast, uh, but where do we begin? And she records couples counseling sessions. She does, she meets people in New York. She's incredible, um, gifted therapist and she'll meet them in her office in New York for four hours. And then that's it. She doesn't ever see him again. Hmm. It's cause she's so freaking good. She just gets it done, I guess. But anyway, she gets permission to record them. So she records them and they are real. If you want to know what couples counseling looks and sounds like, that's it. It's amazing that people are that brave and she's published them the the way that she has, which is really cool. But there are a number of them on infidelity. That's kind of one of her subspecialties. Mm. Um, She has a book called Mating in Captivity uh, that kind of talks about how, like how difficult it is actually to be made the same person for your whole life. Um, Anyway, so her stuff is good. Maybe that's another start is to, to read up on some things, to listen to a few of those podcasts, maybe get some, inspiration from someone else's story. Um, I didn't look up any one particular. I just know that there's many in there. Um, and you could Google it by topic, I guess. Um, yes. So anyway, yeah, to, to recognize you're not alone. This isn't the first time this has ever happened. There are people to help you. Um, where you're at right now, it, you know, it can be a waiting station for a while, but it can't be the rest of your life probably because it's not, this part of you is not going to leave you alone that's suspecting something might be um, a deeper part of him too. That's worried that he's wrong and yeah. there's, and there's something much worse going on. Like meaning that she's just not happy or doesn't like yeah. him anymore or whatever. Right. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, that can hold people it's kind of far worse to, to not be able to blame it on another person and kind of just blame it on yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. if you're yeah. the problem, then suddenly this becomes a serious crisis of identity and you know, mm-hmm. what did you think? Yeah, this relationship I, I, was? I, I hear this every so often of, I wish he would just hit me or I wish he would cheat on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just that it's, it sounds in- so weird to hear, but, but, it, yeah. but it, that's the, 
thing. Like either because what you want is some definitiveness, right? You want some yeah. something to hold on to and go, okay, well, here's the truth. And even if it's a bad truth or negative truth, at least it's the truth. Right. You know, but that is, you know, I mean, you're cracking someone's world apart and, and that is, you know, everyone's sort of choice to do. Sometimes our world gets cracked apart without our permission. But, but here's a question I don't know if he's asked himself in all of this is how do you actually feel about your marriage? Like how happy are you? Um, is this what you wanted it to be? Even just take slightly before mm-hmm. you started to suspect anything, you know, are you okay? Cause so often, you know, it's like mom is only as happy as her least happy child. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. maybe it's all turning towards what this person is doing, but like, I don't know, check with yourself here too. Um, and, and when you can, Humans have this incredible ability to just like not actually see stuff, right? Or, you know, choose what they want to acknowledge or not. It's, it's kind of crazy. And we've all run into it when we're trying to get someone else to see reality. Um, and then we think we don't do that, but we all do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, good luck to you. This is, this is heavy stuff. I mean, Mm -hmm. I wish we could be more sort of helpful in the do this exact thing. And that's tempting to right. want to hear this exact thing. Just don't do no, no guns a blazing in her work. No, don't that's do that. the one thing we know. Don't do yeah. literal and figurative. Don't, oh yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot. That's I'm in America. You yeah. You're in America now. <laughs> you've, uh, you've invoked all sorts of outrage. Congratulations. Sorry. Um, so, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, Colin, thanks for, for sending that in. If you are like Colin and just have a thing going on in your life and you're like, I could use a little advice. That's what Thursdays and therapy Thursdays are for. So send those in the morning stream at gmail.com. Uh, Wendy, anything else going on you want to mention? Uh, just a request. When you send an email, send a fake name. If you don't want to use your real name so we can use it 1 million times like Colin. We've yeah. Like Colin. Colin. Like a 1 and then, million yeah. Time. Yeah, and do we another one that's pronounce it one million times. Who knows? Colon. Yeah, exactly. And then have, you know, we'll go on tangents about if it's colon or Colin, and we'll never <laughs> really know. And please send us the weirdest form of a name. Yeah, um, please do. Yeah, no, uh, nothing going on except for tornadoes and yeah. kids ending school, which is always stressful. Oh yeah, right. Doug, you go. Do we wait? Abe's not graduating this year. He's junior. No, but he's taking all his big old tests and. You know, yeah, kids are burned out. You should see all their faces. Like, is this over? I know. <laughs> oh man, it's so bad. It's like um, I feel like they're this this in particular Abe's generation and the kind of high school kids his age. They're heading toward a different kind of burnout than most kids get because I think a lot of kids are just like sick of it by the time things end for yeah. them. But they just went through a lot over the last few they years. They did. They did, and you they're know? also way more informed. So they're like. All right, so is this the grind they have to do to be a cog in a wheel to make the man more money? And you're like, oh, you're 16. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might be good in the long run, right? They're, they're going to be the ones that go. They're going to be the ones that see so. some of our the folly of our modern day and, and, and maybe pull back some and figure out better ways. I don't know. I have, I have a lot of I faith so. in Faith okay, in this generation. is not some quick story. So Abe works at Jimmy John's. He knows more about marijuana than anyone should. Um, he, his boss is a love, straight up drug dealer. I, I do love, though, how those two phrases are, are connected because they totally are. It's yeah. so true. Anyway, yeah. and he one day the boss is like, oh, guys, I got to I got to run out and do a deal like straight up a deal like a drug deal yeah. and he's like so Abe, uh, could you OK, you watch the store and then Abe, can you just deliver Abe's like, okay, I'm 16, I have a license, but Jimmy John's only lets 18-year-olds drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
So he's like, it's okay. It's okay. Do it. And he had the funnest night of his life. He got tips. He was so excited. Anyway, I was like, why are you working? It's crazy. Anyway, long story short, he's really nice to this lady when she comes in because his mother taught him well. And yeah. he is being very pleasant. And she writes a letter to corporate. Oh, wow. <laughs> that Rupert just goes on and on about the nicest young man who oh, looks no. like a Jonas brother. That's anyway, cute. he's just like the, the nicest young man. And he served me this way. And I just, you need to know that this kid is fantastic. And she didn't, of course, know his name. So she described him as the kid wearing the striped shorts, which <laughs> I don't know if you've been to a Jimmy John's, but that's not the uniform. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> All right. It's not. So they almost they have to call the store and they're Oops. like, so who wore striped shorts? And yeah. they're like, trouble? who's going against like, our thing? Yeah. Both were proud of him, but also could he not wear striped shorts? It was pretty awesome. You could mistake that kid for a Jonas brother for real. He's he's got yeah. the look of a Jonas brother. It's weird. And he, he could does. he could always say, "Well, I was wearing shi- uh, sh- uh, striped 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 <laughs> pants that night, but uh, they weren't shorts." I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can get away I with mean, it. I was behind the counter. She might have thought they were shorts, but they were definitely pants. Besides, his They're boss like, his boss was oh. off procuring weed. I know. I was like, right. isn't exactly. this ironic that you would say, "Oh, I guess I won't wear." striped shorts to work when the boss is a drug dealer. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think he'll... I know. He'll and you're like, okay. why would you let your kid work there? And the answer is, you need these kind of stories to get you through life, people. Yeah. Let your kid do <laughs> stupid stuff. Let him experience sure. things. Yeah. he's, a, he's a, It's <laughs> part of what makes him a good kid is he, he doesn't also, feel restrained. I will tell you right now, he does not want to live the way any of these people live. And yeah. he has learned so many lessons I could have never taught him by being around, like he's so the same drug dealer likes to give people financial advice. Yeah. So he's telling this other employee, he's like, okay, what you gotta do is you gotta lease a car for this amount. And then what you do is you <laughs> trade it in. And then when they repo it, and she he's giving her car advice, and Abe says half his shift is he walks around and tells people after the boss talks to him, like, don't do any of that. Whatever he just said, just let that go. Yeah, don't, let that nope, go. That's that's let, not let that be a blip so, in your day. Do not pay attention to it or enact any yeah. of those. Yeah. I mean, Scott, Chimmy, Chi-Chi's, Chimichangas. No, Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's. Think of all the life lessons you learned in a Chi-Chi's. Oh, a tons of it. Like it's, we a, hear it's, about all those life lessons. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it really like, is. It's not, an invaluable time. It absolutely is. And, and if, you, if you hide your kids or keep your kids from that experience, it's, it's not good for them. You got to. No. And I'm telling you right now, I had three clients in a row. Uh, I was like, okay, are we going to be all right? Every everyone has anxiety, partly partly because of their parents' anxiety and trying to stop them from getting hurt. So yeah. then they just kind of miss out on some good old fashioned ch- chimichangas. I don't know what chichis is that. What it was called chichis? Sorry. Yeah, they had chichis. chimichangas there. They did have chichi chichi machang. Yeah, I can't do it. Chichi machangas. Chichi machangas. <laughs> I bet Scott, you learned don't be be cool to waiters, or there's going to be spit in your food. Yeah, oh, I did coming. learn that in firsthand. Yeah. Oh, hi! Sorry, a little boy just walked in. Oh, look at that oh, kid! Fun you know, little boy. Aunt Carter's or Aunt uh, Wendy's on here. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi, everybody. Hi, hi, buddy. Mm-hmm. Say hello. Hi. Say uh, say hey, wh- what? what was he the, f- the time? Yeah. <laughs> Should we get him to do it? Hey, Van. What the? What the? What the? What the? What? Oh, he did it! Oh, geez, I thought he was doing heck now. 
Oh, that doing heck. Voice. I thought he was doing heck. Oh, geez. All right. Well, potty mouth. That's I don't so know. cute. Still don't know where he got it. Um. Anyway, yeah, well, there you go. No idea. Uh, okay. Wendy, well, have a, a good time with your Jonas brother looking son and uh, tell them all hi. Uh, miss them all terribly and don't have any tornadoes. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Do your all right, best. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye now. All right. <laughs> uh, we were, uh, we, I thought yeah. we had trained him to say what the heck, but. Yeah. No, apparently not. Nope. He still has it in him. What are you going to do? You need to, have the, you need to have the jury talk with him. <laughs> What's the uh, jury shit talk? Shit is okay, but... Oh. <laughs> that is the good jury. I still have that clip somewhere. I love that I clip. I know you do. I know you it's do. It's one of my favorites because there's two things going on there. It's this very, like, matter-of-fact question. It is. It is. It's like, yeah, here are the rules. And here's my favorite part, though, is that you are, like, 12 hours into a 24-hour thing, and you are you can hear in your voice how freaking tired you are. <laughs> You were you so also got to appreciate Jerry's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. And he was like, okay, whatever. These are the rules. Okay. That sounds good. That's our Jerry impression. Yes. Uh, real quick before we leave, an email from uh, Dave. Uh, this is not your neighbor. This is about the Rivian truck talk that we had. He this says, is not my beautiful neighbor. He says, uh, if you want to see a cool, what is this Rivian thing all about, uh, unquote, check out the show on Apple TV called Long Way Up. Uh, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Ewan McGregor, and his buddy driving electric motorcycles from Argentina all the way up to Los Angeles. It's a pretty chill watch, but their support vehicles are prototype Rivians uh, before they were fully fleshed out. And those things are pretty rad. It also gives you some insight uh, into how serious the company is about their product. There were two episodes, or sorry, there were two previous escapades that they did too, Long Way Around and Long Way Down, which are worth checking out as well, but aren't required to enjoy this one. Uh, also, side note, that EV Hummer had to be tuned down when they first tested it. It would do wheelies. It was so fast. So Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, they figured it out. That torque thing, they got that worked you out. Can imagine that thing being up on two wheels? That's hilarious. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. I'd, I want one of those after talking to Garrett. That thing is a, mm -hmm. a sexy, hot little beast. Anyway, um, yeah, I will watch that. I actually meant to watch that. I saw it. I marked it as a as a uh, watch later thing, and I just haven't mm -hmm. gotten around to it. I'll tell you what's happening right now. So there's a bit of a – there's two things going on. HBO Max sure. has the best uh, movie selection. I don't just mean originals. they got great originals. But they have yeah. the best like, oh, this movie's now out. Where is it? Oh, it's on Max, of course. Um, and that's been great. I love HBO Max for that reason. They've got movies I want to see. Um, Apple TV Plus, who I think had a slow start, you know, they hit the ground with a few shows. It's fine, whatever. Um, but it felt like it was like that morning show and uh, what was um, the other thing early on, like uh, Mythic Quest. Yeah, these were the. I mean, they and they so they had one or two things, but then about the time Ted Lasso happens, things just start popping over there, and they're having a moment. Like I, I'm having yeah. a hard time finding anything on there that's just that isn't great. Mm -hmm. Like it's yeah. all really good. So props to them. And I feel like all of that is contributing to some of what the problems that Netflix is having with like losing their subscribers and they've got a lot of original content, but some of it's just sort of like, what is this? I don't know. It's just sort of thrown in here. Their movie selections bad right now. Like it's yeah. just, I, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but it just hit me last night. I'm like, this is your problem. Uh, this is your problem. Netflix. You got, Actual competition doing yeah, actual competitive even, things. Even Paramount right now is a good time to jump on Paramount. And right, uh, and remember when that was CBS yeah. All Access and nobody cared? 
Nobody cared. It was like, Nobody oh, cared. Uh, I guess Nobody we're gonna cared. watch. Nobody cared. We're only gonna watch Discovery on there, and then reruns right. of Alice or something, right? Or, or last night's Survivor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's so much better now. It's so much more. So anyway, it's an interesting phase to be in uh, for these streaming services. Uh, thank you, Dave, for the email. Email address: themorningstream at gmail dot com. Want to thank a patron real quick. Uh, okay. The person's name is Hugs. That's it. Hugs. Oh, okay. Hugs. I Thanks, love that. Hugs. Yeah, thanks, Hugs. You're awesome. I, I, we'd, I, we'd hug you if you were here. Uh, no homo, no, no COVID. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna thank a, uh, I'm gonna thank a listener as well. Then, if you're gonna do that, I'm sure. gonna thank uh, Nick, who works up here in Boulder, and um, hooked me up with something super cool for my bike that I get to try out for the first time today. Ooh. And I'll probably talk about that next week. Ooh, I'm very excited to hear about this. That uh, sounds awesome. It's clothespins and playing cards, and it's supposed to make my 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 bike sound like a motorcycle should be really cool all right very nice uh well that's really cool thank you nick and uh also hugs for being a great patron patreon.com slash tms is how you can be like hugs be like hugs and sign up today that's gonna do it for the show let's get out of here you got a song that we can play to go i am and i'm also gonna really quickly uh promote the um the i haven't promoted the bike ms thing in a while genie just reminded me uh i'm getting on a bike in about a month and a half a little under a month and a half to ride for 150 miles for MS, uh, to, to, to stop the spread, stop the flow of MS, to, yeah. to finally you know, come up with a cure for MS. Um, I am like $23 away from hitting 2000 uh, thanks to Clara's generous donation earlier this week. So, uh, And my goal, my ultimate goal for a month and a half from now is 2500 So if you have not donated and you've been saying, oh, yeah, I do want to make sure I do that, hey, do it now. Why not? Uh, just go to tiny.cc slash bikecoverville2022. That's bikecoverville2022 and make a donation. And uh, and I'll regale you with stories of uh, chode butter. Uh, no, butter. I won't. Yep. Maybe if if that's not what you want, then I won't do that, and that'll be a good way to prevent me from. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's great. Butter. Are you guys? So are you feeling? You feeling pretty prepped? You're feeling like you're on right on track and all that. I for, feel like I'm on track. Yeah. yeah. Um, big thanks to. I mean, Bobby's segment this week has been was fantastic. I probably should have started doing what I'm doing a little bit earlier, but mm. that's all right. Um, I'm you know I'm hitting the bike every single day. I'm increasing the uh the the duration of the rides that i go on and i'm feeling fine like i'm doing i'm doing hilly rides that normally would kick my butt like they're nothing and i want to say part of that is the the lightness of my new bike but i'm sure a lot of it is just the preparations that i've been doing so interesting okay so yeah i'm excited about that and uh uh i feel like i'm I feel like I'm ready for the ride. I feel like you're ready for the ride too. And I really have no reason to feel that way, except I just sense that you're ready. You sense it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can feel your readiness. All right. Well then we're ready to go. Uh, let's play okay. a song. Do you have a song? Yeah, I have a song. And uh, what's amazing is that I had two requests for today, but they both wanted the same band. So holy mackerel, this is great. Uh, first up, James wrote, uh, Hi, Brian and Scott. Been a listener for many years of all things Frog Pants. Today is my birthday, and I'd really love to hear uh, something by Hailstorm. They picked a different song, but meh, whatever. If not, any cover by Hailstorm, ding, or a cover uh, of a Hailstorm song would be amazing. Thank you for the laughs over the years. My wife is also now a listener. And as my personal financial situation is slowly improving, I'm really hoping to become a patron soon. Best wishes from your friend, James, in Southern England. Very nice. We, we love the English. Also got, 
Yeah. Uh, this will be, we'll do both these and then get you a happy birthday here. Uh, second one came from The Berm in the tadpool. Mm. Hello, shots and beer bong. On May 14th, I'm turning the slightly overripe age of 39. Pause for birthday drop. I'm trying to get pumped for a high energy entrance into that weekend. Could you play this rockin' cover of Lady Gaga's Bad Romance by Hailstorm? Thank you. If not, I believe in a thing called Coverville. Just listen to the rhythm of your heart. Yeah, he's playing <laughs> up like that. Like, do a, uh, I love that. Do a, uh, well, this is for both of you all, there. by the way. There you go. To both of you. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, the Berm and James Hailstorm right here, a cover of Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. This is from Reanimate, the cover's EP that came out in 2011. This rocks, and this will get you right into the weekend. If you're not a patron, you don't hear tomorrow's show. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, speaking of which, there will be a PM tomorrow. Uh, come join us, uh, Brian and I, for a, an hour of private showing. Uh, to, oh, my yeah. goodness. That mm-hmm. sounds so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're a patron, you'll know because it'll show up on Patreon and then you'll see us in a way you've never seen us before. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then.
revenge I want your love I don't wanna be friends Je t'en amour Et je veux ton revenge Je t'en amour This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. 50 years ago this morning. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs>